not a fan. Hello, and welcome to the podcast about the music less traveled by this pop-obsessed host who always forgets how to spell psychedelic and... The resident psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. <laughs> yep, and so welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. This is our fourth time recording, but it's going to be our third episode, but our second official episode, just to make it nice and convoluted. Episode two, officially. Yeah, episode two. This is not the prequel edition. Um, We're probably right on level with episode three of the Star Wars, which will be when we find out. Um, Spoiler alert, that's when when, uh, he becomes Darth Vader. (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. No. All right. Yeah, so I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, so how has your week been, Jason? You're not sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, my week's fine. Um, I guess what I've done a lot of is relearning how to use Google Docs and Google Drive. It's a lot tougher on an iPhone than it was on an iPad, and I wasn't really good at it then. And um, um, You're killing it now, though, oh, seeing, seeing as I'm forcing everything into google docs oh she she's already started planning episode six that's how far <laughs> ahead we are well yeah, okay it's it's not fully realized but uh show sheets are important and i sometimes stay up late so do i but that also reminds me that this is the week <laughs> <laughs> the two-year anniversary of our uh mutual Whole thirty diet debacle. Yes. Well. Okay. It was. It was. How. How do I. How do I explain what this was? Um, you decided you were going to be on whole thirty, and yep. but you didn't have a stove, right? Nope. <laughs> so he decided that he was going on a very extensive near paleo, or actually, it might be stricter than paleo. I think diet. it's actually stricter than paleo yeah. because there's certain stuff in paleo you could eat that you cannot eat in Whole30. Right. Like and so, But Whole30 takes a full 30 days of cooking near every meal because I think Jason could eat potatoes at work. And so Jason was in like a potato rage by the time. The, sa- the salad bar also. <laughs> I would basically for 30 days, I ate the salad bar for lunch at Jason's Deli. And then um, Amy was nice enough for, <laughs> I think, at least 28 of 30 days to cook for me. Right. There were a couple of nights that I just didn't eat anything. <laughs> and there was one night that I baked potatoes for me and her. Uh, since she's not a meat eater, uh, often, I, I left the chicken off of hers, but basically she had a baked potato with pico de gallo in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think like you, you so wanted some cake and like, there's no cheats in whole 30. So it no was, cheats. you're not even allowed to weigh yourself. Yeah. But like after the first week, Jason, Jason was getting a little punchy. Just a little punchy and angry. I would say angry is the word. Uh, hangry. Into hangry. Yeah, hangry. But we somehow survived and we're still friends. And now we're required to be friends because we somehow went through that whole thing, which was... It's because we're required, required to do a podcast. Oh, yeah. Now we're now we're podcast married. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Um, so... <laughs> so, um, tell, tell me about your week. Well, uh, the first half was um, I was on fall break, which also meant 
I didn't have to go to work either. So I skipped going. I had like a, a random five day weekend. What? Yeah. So I didn't have to work. Um, I don't think I had to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you are living the dream. Yeah. So it was kind of it was good. I learned how to use um, GarageBand. Uh, this next episode, oh, sorry, episode one should already be out, and it is. You're gonna notice that it's markedly better, and then this episode should be much better than the one I edited last week. So uh, I've been back to my normal running schedule, which is really good, and I started powerlifting again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, just trying to get back to writing out my flashcards for school and everything. So um, what big things happened in Music International Awards today? What happened, Jason? Oh, Bob Dylan got a got a Nobel Prize for literature. Right. So that's kind of a kind of a big deal. Yeah. I kind of think he should have already gotten one maybe like <laughs> 20 years ago, but whatever. You see, you have to talk about this because I don't know anything about Bob Dylan and I've um, not listened to, like, I, I swear that I've put the CD in and I just, um, I don't watch a lot. I just did not get into Bob Dylan, which makes it, that's why I'm in a music podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some people might be interested to find out what my favorite Bob Dylan song is. What is it? It's Lay Lady Lay. Uh, What's that one sound like? It's. <laughs> I should have known you wouldn't know the greatest Bob Dylan song ever. Um, it's a song that people would say he tries to sing on. Okay. And it's not horrible at all. Um, there's a nice, um, I would say it's a pedal steel guitar, and it's very country sounding. There's a big cowbell in the background. Oh, the cowbell makes it, right? That, that comes up later in the show. Um <laughs> It's it's a very sweet country sounding song, right? So that's that's one big thing. And then of course in my um, in my email, I got a thing from the Memphis Flyer that said the psychedelic furs are coming, which they are not a psychedelic band. I just found out as well. You didn't know that? Nope. Oh. Well. <laughs> so I, I I was trying to ask you if you were going, and then my husband's like, oh. I love the psychedelic first. I was like, really? And then after trying to type in psychedelic about four or five times, and there's no A in psychedelic. So it, it's a problem. But eventually, by the time, you know, maybe another six months, I'll know how to spell it. That's fine. That's why the hippies shortened it to psych. Oh, <laughs> is that... Psych means psychedelic rock. Because nobody else could add in the E... No, it, no. it became psychedelic. Is a like a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening, Mr. Dylan. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we're, we're big. We're big. Um, okay, so, all right, we've already decided that we're going to do a theme. And this Friday, or actually the Friday past... October 14th is the Be Bald and Be Free Day, and we decided to build a theme on the fact that there's apparently a pride holiday for being bald and free about it. I'm pretty excited that there's a Be Bald and Free Day um, this week, but I do also feel like that's every day for me. <laughs> so um, For your glorious, glorious, like, main... 
please, please ask a bald person if you can touch their dome first. Just like a pregnant woman's belly, you always ask first. No, you never assume. You never assume that a person's bald? That a person's pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So, but that's our theme. Um, We, like, uh, Jason went ahead and did some research to find out that there are indeed quite a few bald, um, bald characters out there. They're famous. There's a, a lot of bald people. <laughs> so, um, Kelsey Grammer is one famous for being Frasier. But he's he's more on the balding. Like, isn't there still a comb over situation going on? A little bit, but you see how he loses. I mean, he didn't have tons of hair on Cheers. He was on. Oh, yeah, he was on Cheers. So, it, sorry, Frasier is a spinoff. Of Cheers. Yeah, I've been okay. I've been binging on Frasier too. I have no excuse to have forgotten. This. Okay, well, good. Um. But uh, definitely Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Um, um, he played Gandhi, who is a very famous bald person. He's played a lot of bald characters. Yeah. They just don't want to put a wig on um, <laughs> on Sir Kingsley. <laughs> right. uh, Amber Rose. Do you know she, who Amber Rose is? Yeah, but she um, she's definitely bald, but she keeps it tight. It's really tight. And yeah. It's usually blonde. Right. Well, and also, yeah, I mean, she's just kind of awesome. I think she, I like her Twitter fights. <laughs> I haven't seen any, but I'll have to catch you'll, up. You'll need to go ahead and follow her because she can she can rage hard. Big shout out to Samuel Jackson. Yeah, and he's uh, also a Tennessean. Get all get all this MF and hair off my MF and head. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, I love that you're making this like um, was it just a PG thirteen? Uh, well, I mean. I, I might like my nieces or nephews to listen to this oh. and not hear me cuss. Oh, what happens when I start cussing? Uh, that's, <laughs> well, just remember that you do have a five-year-old child who's going to want to. She's going to want to listen to her mom's podcast one day. Uh, yeah, and then just like whenever uh, I was on another podcast and, there, and I said a bad word, and she pointed out that, "Hey, mom, you said a bad word." I was like, "Yep, that's a bad word." And then we spend yes, the rest of the, whenever we're listening to podcasts, if the bad word slips in, she's like, "Bad word." So, well, <laughs> I mean, you taught her well. Yeah, she doesn't say them, but also today she thought "heck" was a bad word Duh. okay that's yeah fine. yeah um yule brenner so if you have a 10 commandments crush on yule brenner or or the king and i is he, okay yeah i guess he's in there too um ving rames yes <laughs> ving rames that is one bald man yeah and then of course there's your favorite bald man my oh. favorite bald tennessee man besides myself oh uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Isaac Hayes. He's he's I guess he's children. I guess he's above um Samuel Jackson then. Um it's funny that you make that connection. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Just just one notch above Samuel L. Jackson. But Samuel L. Jackson in the year two thousand did play John Shaft in the remake of Shaft. Oh, which also if we're going on a shaft, shaft. <laughs> I'm just talking about shaft. I know. It's like regular life. We <laughs> can dig it. Um, but obviously Isaac Hayes wrote all the music to the original 1973 soundtrack. It was remade in 2000. He did some work on that. Isaac Hayes did. And then Samuel Jackson played John Shaft, who was a younger John Shaft, because Richard Roundtree, the original John Shaft, made a cameo as John Shaft. Oh, well, so Shaft. now now I never have to watch the movies, right? No, <laughs> no, you have to watch Shaft in Africa and Shaft's Big Score, too. Oh, 
okay. Oh, there was also a mini, uh, a mini, a mini series on TV starring I, Richard Roundtree as John Shaft. I'm going to trust you on that Shaft. one. If it's not, if it's on Netflix, I'll check it I, out. I'm tying this into something else great too. You might, I'm sure you do know that uh, October is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, yeah, but the Susan G. Komen Foundation, a lot of those uh, awareness campaigns, are, they're so. There's some, mm, there's some uh, sketchiness in there. I don't, I don't, I don't support them or give any money to them. They can go away. <laughs> but <laughs> the spokesman mm-hmm. for male breast breast cancer is Richard Roundtree himself. Oh, hey, you did tie that right on. He's in. a breast cancer survivor. Yeah, it's yeah. a one percent of all all breast cancer cases is once a male. But also, did you notice that they um, the high tone, the old high tone, they had that awesome graffiti mural painted over for a breast cancer awareness like mural. Wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's just wrong. But so okay, we've gone off camp, <laughs> off uh, off topic there. Um, okay, so we can talk about the balds we know. Uh, who, do, who do you know that's bald or balding? Well. I know. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my brother, David, who's a bit older than me, he went bald at 24. And then my father, he went bald in his early 20s. And then, well, pretty much all the shepherds on that side went bald. <laughs> um, I definitely noticed my dad's uh, receding hairline when he was in his early 30s, but I'm adopted, so... I, his hairline isn't connected to my hairline in any way. But now you guys can bond over it. Bond over balding? Yes. When I used to make fun of him for balding. <laughs> oh, you had to eat your words. I bet he. I bet he. Uh... As long as I didn't have to eat my hair, I guess. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is like, why is it important for us to talk about balding? I think that it's something that I would like to see less people feel self conscious about it. I would like to see people feel less conscious about it, too, because I really started losing most of the top of my head. Most of that hair started to go away when I was about 17 years old. It it doesn't matter where you're from or who you are. If you start going bald at 17, it's going to affect your ego a little bit. Have you recovered? Mostly. (laughs) I was like, "You're you're pretty confident now. I mean, it's just like... Everyone knows me as a bald or balding person. Sometimes I wear the Jean-Luc Picard, you know, the, the horseshoe. <laughs> yep, the horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I like the full beard thing you've got going on now because you used to never do the full beard. That's because I don't like mustaches. They get in the way of everything. Right, but I like the I like the mustache. And thank you for suffering. Thanks. Thank you. I'm preparing for a character. <laughs> So um, let's just, uh, we're going to go ahead and start with Jason's pick. And so here we go. Take it away. Yes, I make my bed 
so um, what I love about this song is that it's very funky. Um, the organ and guitar start the song in what sounds almost like uh, circus or polka music. Um, Amy's giving me this look. <laughs> so um, the rhythm section quickly drops in next to the wailing vocals. Um, Ed Cassidy, the drummer of Spirit, he's the song's namesake. Uh, he brings in what I call a very snippy yet tribal beat uh, on the drum set. And Jay Ferguson, who wrote the song, uh, is in the background playing some, I would call them playful cowbell fills in the blank, more cowbell. <laughs> um, there's well-placed horns, uh, a psychedelic-sounding guitar solo. So sometimes when people refer to the psychedelic sound, they're referring to this sound. If you're hearing this guitar solo, that's what means psychedelic sound to me. It all comes from garage rock. Um, but the song drops off back into the organ and does it all again. It's super funky. I love it. Um, it's a great song. Yeah. So now, now it's Amy's turn. All right. Well, first of all, do not try to Google Mr. Skin and think that Mr. Skin by Spirit is going to be the first thing that comes up. If you're going to Google Mr. Skin, definitely put the safe search on. And um, there was a lot of, I got a lot of porn. Sorry. A lot of porn. <laughs> a, a friend said, this isn't the porn you're looking for. I can't remember if it was Jan or me. Uh, I think it was both of us. Let's give it to both of you. Because <laughs> we were both having a conversation. Thanks, Jan. <laughs> yep. So, um, well, okay. I listened to it. Now, getting on the polka part, I've heard polka. And that's not really like polka to me, but I was in Austria when I was listening to polka. So also I was really inebriated. So my memories might be a little bit hazy. Um, but I, I think that it's once you get the idea that it is a lewd song and you start applying it to the lyrics. And I came across a story from allmusic.com that said that it was a, um, it was written by Jay Ferguson after he walked in on Ed Cassidy um, in an indelicate situation and all he could see was skin. So um, I think about the lyrics and it's like, I, can, I raise my hand in a touchy situation and I can bring you sudden pleasure. It just sounds like a dirty song. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, but I will say the first time I heard it, I kind of really hated it. And then uh, about the fourth or fifth time, because I kept trying to, you know, I have to talk about the song. So I'm like, I got to let the song in. It's got to come in and <laughs> and sit in my head. So finally, I got through it. And I will say the fourth or fifth time it started, I didn't, I didn't want to step away from the computer. So it, it's gotten under my skin. Thanks for bringing something that now will probably keep me up at night. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought something that can be less construed as sexy. You are my sweetest Your hair was long. 
Alrighty. So I know this song is not specifically about baldness, but it does have to do with male hair. And I have always been fascinated with the song of Samson and Delilah, because if you really, if you get into it, the story of Samson and Delilah, um, you go to Sunday school and they say, oh, Delilah is this evil woman who's trying to get him to cut his hair because Samson's hair was the source of his strength. If you don't know the story, um, he was told, like his mother was told by God that he can never cut his hair. And if he doesn't get his hair cut, then he will be the strongest man alive. So, um, are you familiar with the story? Uh, I'm familiar with what I was taught in Sunday school about it. And also, uh, that may actually go into some Rastafarian beliefs. Okay, so I could see that. Yeah, I could see how that is. But um, I was fascinated by the story. Um, This album came out in 2006, and I was in art school at that time. Uh, So what happened was I started to really think about this concept. And I read the story a couple of times, even though I'm an atheist, I I became fascinated by this story. And so um, what it is, is if you read about who Samson was, he was a total jerk face. He would tie torches to the tails of foxes and run them through the fields of the other tribe. And so, of course, the people in Delilah's family or in Delilah's tribe were like, "You've got to figure this out. You, you've got to help us." Because he kept killing everyone, he kept setting fire to everything, and so you know, she kept asking and asking, and eventually, his hair is cut, and eventually, it grows back just enough that it can bring down the columns. And everything like that. So, I mean, it's an interesting story. Uh, but this song is so striking to me. It's very melodic. It's very sweet. And I love the part where he goes and gets Wonder Bread. That's like one of my favorite lyrics, even though it really doesn't have anything, you know, to do with the hair story. I think it's like this cute little romantic lyric that they add in to sort of add the romance. I did read elsewhere that this was about his first wife because she does say the Bible didn't even mention us multiple times. So um, there's, this is either this was a first wife or this was a, um, an alternate reality. But uh, that, I mean, like I loved it. I used to drive around. Um, I, anytime a relationship ended, I would fall back on this song because it just makes you feel it. The story makes me feel strong, even though in the Bible it casts the female character Delilah in a terrible light. But what did you get from this song? Um, I got a lot from it. Uh, this is a song that I would describe as good music. It's a great example of good music. Um, it's well written and well played. Uh, Regina Spector's voice reminds me a lot of uh, Sarah McLaughlin's, especially with the piano. But no dogs crying. No, there, there are no dogs crying in this podcast. They, they've stopped crying. So, uh, no, they haven't. I've watched TV. <laughs> uh, also, there's a bit of Joni Mitchell sprinkled in there, too. Another uh, famous singer, songwriter, female pianist. I still want you to say pianist. I'm, I'm going to stop saying pianist. No, say pianist. I just said it. 
You gotta say it all the time. Um, but definitely big, big compliments to my co-host on a solid choice. I, I decided not to put too much synthesizer overproduction in there for you. It, so <laughs> this it was an enjoyable, enjoyable song. Yeah, I was actually surprised you hadn't heard of it. I was like, oh, this is a great song. I, I felt it was a little on the nose, but then I was like, no, we're talking about baldness, and this has really nothing to do with baldness. Was it recorded after 1980? Yes. Then I probably haven't heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, that's. I think that we can actually say that we pretty much... Um, can come together over both these songs, even though we don't have to play Mr. Skin a lot for me. But I, I did come around to not disliking it as much as I did. Um, you don't have to listen to it. I've listened to it enough for <laughs> several of us. I've probably played the 12 Dreams of uh, Dr. Sardonicus album probably 100 times in my life. Well, you did also give me the tip that the next time I... Um, I Google it, do it in YouTube. So actually use the search function in YouTube and not on the Google. Or always include the the artist name. Uh, the artist name does not help. I can guarantee you as the person who Googled, whew, that 12th image right on into your brain. If you say <laughs> I guess I guess you just didn't get the porn that you like. <laughs> it's not the porn I was looking for. So, um, so much for this being great for your nieces and nephews. Just tell them to skip episode two. Those kids are already on the internet, just like I was there (laughs) at their age. They probably know what porn is by now. Okay. Well, um, okay. So, uh, as usual, we're going to come together, especially together, close together. So together. Yes. Um, On something that is non-music related. And we're trying to think about baldness and what's a good theme and then i declared we cannot talk about shaft because i haven't seen it so we can't talk about your favorite bald character so i'm sorry but we can come together over pulp fiction well the original the original shaft has a small afro he's only bald when samuel l jackson plays him but you didn't Isaac, know that. I didn't know that. I knew it was Isaac Hayes. <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Jackson, also playing John Shaft later in the year 2000. Uh, fast forward to what, 1994? Yes, 94. Is when Pulp Fiction came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he plays Jules next to John Travolta. And this is when we say that we come together for Pulp Fiction, right? Yes, Pulp Fiction <laughs> rules. Um, it is awesome. Oh, also Quentin Tarantino, mostly bald. Yes, yes, pretty, pretty bald. And I think he's also, in my opinion, the inspiration for the character Jimmy on South Park. Just, Is just look at it. Just look at it. Okay. Is there any evidence to support your... Listen to Jimmy and then listen to Mr. Tarantino. But there's no, like, there's no studies or anything? Yeah, there's studies. By, by you? <laughs> but, by, the, by JVU, but, Jason Vauder University. <laughs> but Ving Rhames is in it, and he's he plays a pretty big part, because apparently something in that case, uh, spoilers, um, something in that case is very valuable. And Ving Rhames, famous baldy. Plays Marcellus Wallace. He's he's a gangster, and he's really pissed off. At Bruce Willis. Who's also pretty bald. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think we came together on a pretty good um, bald movie, because I love the Quentin Tarantino movies, especially those early 90 ones. Um, 
They're great, and of course, you know I love the music too. He always chooses great music. Yeah, well, of course you like you notice the music more than I do. Well, there wasn't a score or anything written for this film. He just picked a bunch of rock and roll and surf songs and put them put them in the movie. The whole thing was pretty well executed. Just don't look at the plot holes at all. And don't let your nieces and nephews watch Pulp Fiction. Yes, definitely don't, Jason. Watch your nieces and nephews. So um, this concludes our episode of baldness. Um, anything else you have to say about being bald, your life as a bald man? Um, it really sucks trying to shave your own head. Oh, I thought you would have that down by now. No. <laughs> you can't see behind your head? No. Oh. <laughs> Well, if you want to talk to Jason about his baldness, you can reach him at the JV Guarantee on Twitter. And if you want to talk to Amy about my baldness, <laughs> you can reach her on Twitter at Madame Woolite. M-A-D-A-M-E-W-O-O-L-I-T-E. And, of course, if you want to talk, talk to us both about baldness, Jason's baldness, other baldness, it's at E-N-E-Pod with the and spelled out on Twitter. Um, we have our Earbuds and Earworms podcast Facebook group. Yeah. Which, please, give us some suggestions. Um, definitely send us some voice memos to our email. Uh, sometime I'll figure out how to do that whole voicemail thing. And then, of course, um, our email is enepod at gmail.com. So we'd love to get some feedback. Um, definitely tell us what you like, what you don't like. Help guide us to make the podcast you want. It's in your hands, people. Yes. The whole world is in your hands. Suggestions for themes, because other Otherwise, you're going to get a lot more bald themes. I don't think we're going to do another bald theme. I don't know. I haven't scheduled out like the seventh episode yet. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think uh, to suggest to you. You would have turned it down, but I would have said, uh, I want to play Night on Bald Mountain. Uh, oh, how about how about we just go out on that one then? High five. Ba-ba, ba-ba. Ba-ba. Ba-ba, 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 ba-ba. <laughs>